Hey, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Friday and we are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for the hot tea. What's up, Al Reynolds? And what's hey, up, Funky hey, Dineva? What's going on, Claudia? It's Friday. What's going on, so Mace Child? Friday. Claudia, it's been a rough week. It's Friday, y'all. I have been rolled hard and put away wet. Let me tell you. What happened? Child, I'm just tired, y'all. Y'all didn't tell me it's like this when you get over 40. I just, these days, I don't have enough steam to make it to Friday. I don't understand. You're unlocking your better self. You stop drinking. You're not partying. You eat great food. Like, you don't work. You live the life of a rich white woman. Like, I have no idea why you're out of steam. It's just a lot of pressure. It's just a lot of work. <laughs> carrying carrying the weight of the le of the leisure world and the junior society on my back. It's just, <laughs> it's just hard. Funky, I, I have so much empathy for you. I don't know how you deal with working right. 60 minutes a day, five, four days a week. Well, then you have the one radio shift on Fridays. It mm -hmm. must be so exhausting to work a total of eight hours a week. It, it 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 really is, especially when you were not put on this earth to work and that oh. you were in, supposed to be independently wealthy. I am trans worker, okay? Because I'm trans. stuck. I am a working person stuck in the wrong body, okay? I'm not supposed to be working. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure the people watching our show that do physical manual labor are really feeling sorry for you right now. <laughs> All well, right. Uh, well, I'm tired, too. I'm tired of people. I'm really, really feeling a way about humans right now. And I know we joke around a lot here, but I'm, I'm feeling a, a way about people right now. I don't know if it's seen all the images of the war, people in this business. Like, I'm really wanting to just, like, leave and pack my stuff and go to an island. And just, oh, jeez. Now you go with Erica Go with Erica Mena somewhere? Go with Erica Mena. I'm not going. I would go with nobody. I would go with myself so I could have pee. I don't want to hear all that rah-rah yelling. But I, it's funny. I put up a post um, the other night just on my story, just kind of like, you know, being like a little bit vulnerable. And a lot of people were hitting me back saying they felt similar. And I don't know what's going on. I think it's a combination of everyone acting so I don't need this. I don't need love. I don't need this. I can do it by myself. There's a combination of that negative constant bombardment of negative news every single day mm -hmm. and just all around people just like not keeping it a buck and just being very selfish and i think a lot of people are going through it if they're real because we're seeing a lot of this like behavior from folks that is just i think there's a lot of people walking around here that are depressed i really do mercury must be in retrograde and then to claudia rent was due that's all <laughs> <laughs> we are always depressed that week after we pay rent child it a It'll be, I mean, I, I don't know what day your mortgage is on, but you just paid the painters. It, it'll be all right, Claudia. When you get a check and you ain't got nothing to do with it, you'll start to feel a little better. Plus, you got you to gotta do stuff outside of your normal routine. You got to open yourself up to other joys. Like, for instance, I am here in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. What's up, Tar Heel fans? I will be out tonight at the class of 19. I ain't going to tell you what class that is. Um, tailgate a happy hour, and then I will be at the uh, Blue Swagger event tonight. So anybody in Chapel Hill, I'll be here for the weekend. I'm doing a panel in the morning about careers and stuff. You got to do stuff like that, Claudia. You got to reconnect to like your old experiences where you were happy. You got to meet new people. You got to new, do new things. Take yourself out of this entertainment rat race. 
and, and try something different. Go to a homecoming, go to a reunion. I, I, I do I do all those things, but I think those, I think I'm, I'm talking a little bit deeper than you're, you're going right now. I, I just feel like there's, um, we, we, we can't just distract ourselves with things. I think there's a thing going on with people right now. I'm seeing a lot of people that are just going through some things. And I just feel like maybe our, so our media, like just pouring negativity and tra- trauma. I do those things. You know, I go, I, I go to events. Stuff like that. I think those are surface things, but I think what I'm talking about requires a deeper dive. And we'll just maybe do that another time. We, we here to spill the tea and get everybody excited in a good mood. I'm sorry, my bad. I'm, I was trying to have a little moment of vulnerability and I know it's not always the place to do that here. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into it deeper another time. What are y'all drinking tonight? Are we drinking or not? Nah? on my face. No, you know, I'm over here doing Florida's finest. Because <laughs> y'all know I'm classy. Oh, you ran out I'm, of liquor? It's I'm classy and tired. I'm, I'm unlocking my better self, so. That means you ain't had time to go to the grocery store and, re- oh, and, and re-up right. on your liquor. What Al, is the are pink you Oh, I'm I'm going to be drinking tonight. I, I'm going to be drinking tonight. But uh, no, I'm having water. I am hydrating before the storm. And really quickly, I just want to give a shout out to Cassandra Caldwell, who coordinated the whole visit of me coming back and um, being able to promote TGIF. Um, uh, thank you so much here in Chapel Hill at my um, where I got my graduate degree homecoming for the weekend. All right. Well, before we start the show, let's give a friendly reminder to our soulmates. Next Monday, November 13th, TGIF will be filming in studio in Houston, Texas. And to add to the excitement, we are hosting our first meet and greet live in Houston on Monday, November 13th at Prospect Park Restaurant at 7 p.m. So pull up and grab a drink and a photo with your favorite host, and we will see you there at Prospect Park. That's 3100 Fountain View Drive in Houston, Texas. And y'all don't come acting up, okay? Because I heard sometimes y'all getting rowdy out there. Do not. Come have fun with us and let's take some pictures and turn up. All right, let's get into the show. Tis the season to get back with your ex. Well, according to Sukiana, the rapper posted an image of couples who have allegedly rekindled their romance, such as Birdman and Tony Braxton, Nelly Nishanti, Summer Walker and Lil Meech, and Janet Jackson and Jermaine Dupree. And she added the caption, mood. Look at some of y'all. Go get y'all man back. Do you agree with her post? Let's go to you, Funky, since uh, ain't she, a, she a Miami girl, ain't she? She hang out down here. She's from Delaware and has a house in Atlanta. Um, Listen, you know, I'm with a firm belief that sometimes the devil you know is better than the one you don't, all right? In a Nelly and an Ashanti situation, I'm all for them spinning the block. Sometimes uh, time was off. We just needed to grow up. Saw our Royal Oaks, found out it ain't nothing better out there. Uh, I never knew Tony and Birdman broke up. Um, Janet and Jermaine are not back together. And Summer Walker need to leave that dirty behind Meech alone. Um, (laughs) So so, uh, I'm not 100% feeling this, but I definitely am feeling Ashanti and Nelly getting back together. And then, then, you know, Sookie had to even write, she can't even circle back because Bill, who think that she was sucking in the pool and throwing up all over it, he in jail. Circling the block with Big Bubba. I I saw him in an interview with Tasha K. I guess that was a while ago. So how long he been in jail for a minute? I'm not sure how long he been in jail, but that's what she put on her Twitter. On her Twitter, she wrote somebody was like Bill, and she wrote Chai. He in jail. Oh damn! All right, Al, what do you think about spinning? I I listen. I agree with Funky on this. Like hell no, you, you. It seems like it's easier sometimes to go back to something that you're familiar, but if you think about it, your brain's functional architect does not 
go back the same physiologically after a breakup. So in your brain, it feels like, hey, it's easier, it's more familiar, but it's really not. And most of the times when you go back, you really see after a short while exactly why you left. Don't circle that block unless it was something that you did intentionally wrong and you knew that it wasn't necessary to do it and it leaded to a breakup, right? Don't do it if you were trying to make a relationship work. It didn't work, you tried everything, it didn't work, and now you wanna go back because you're alone. Not a good idea. Um, I think it's a re uh, it depends on the reason. And sometimes you're, in a bad, you're not in the best place at the time, and that's a good person because there was something you saw in that person that was great too, so not just the negative. So uh, it depends on the situation. I, I can't do a blanket statement on this one because some people mature the second time around and fix the issues and they got to see life without you. All right, Joe, over the past few days, we have started to witness a more vulnerable side of Jeezy during his recent interview with Nia Long. Now, the rapper revealed that he was molested by a female babysitter when he was a child and that she would touch and do things that aren't normally done to kids. What are your thoughts on Jeezy's transparency? Let's go back to you, Al. What do you think? I, you know what? I, I This is groundbreaking to me. Is it fair to say, guys, now think about what I'm saying. For, Jeezy's known from being from the South, so he he's kind of almost up there with like a Nas or Jay-Z as we talk about an urban hip-hop leader in the music community. He's a Black man. He's masculine. I'm really shocked to see him speak into this space, and I'm very proud that he took a leap of faith and is talking about this conversation, especially in the Black community, where they have been sexually abused as young men by older Black women. And I think that's okay. Before we used to wear that as a badge of courage, as yo, you the man, you know, you took down an older woman. But he's saying, listen, this wasn't a badge of courage for me. This was, in fact, a trauma point that I've been carrying with me now for over four decades. And I want to heal that. I like that. I like that. I, I think this is a first. We don't get a front seat like this. And I can't wait till someone like Jeezy really pushes the envelope and really have that really sensitive conversation about how in that same space it's a lot of male on male abuse all right uh funky what are your thoughts on this you know what piggybacking off of what al said i definitely love it and i love the fact that Jeezy, along with other black men are now starting to see and taking the approach that this is not a badge of honor had this been that ignorant ass boosie he would have been on here ranting and raving about oh you know i'm not one off man when i was little and we gotta when they turn 13 we gotta start putting them to <laughs> the you know jeezy is breaking the mold going against the grain and not scared to stand up in front of his you know, masculine urban rapper counterparts and say, nah, this is not cool. This is not a rites of passage. This did not make me a man. She took my innocence. You know what I'm saying? I experienced something with someone that looking back, I probably didn't want to touch. And that shouldn't have never happened. And quite frankly, I wouldn't want what happened to me to happen to one of my children. I think as we evolve and we have more trendsetters like Jeezy speak in this space, we are going to realize that men, children, boy, children have gone through a lot of sexual trauma. And I would not be surprised if the numbers are up there with the sexual trauma that the women that go through as well as children. I'm glad, you know, top of the show, I was speaking about this society and I'm glad that there seems to be a shift, especially with men, especially with black men, because I, for a long time, it's been very taboo to talk about anything that makes them 
appear to be complaining or soft. And this is not soft to vent about being sexually molested by a boy, by a man or a woman as a child. And I hope that I agree with you. I hope it sets a trend. I hope more people are honest about what they really are dealing with. And then we can have some healing and people can stop walking around this place with a chip on their shoulders or upset or with issues. So kudos to you, Jeezy. All right. A man revealed that he has been delivered from the LBGTQ plus community. Check this out. I was in the LGBTQ plus community for 10 plus years of my life. But then I came face to face with Jesus. He was like, Roderick, you either put me first or that thing. You can't serve two masters. You can't have one foot in the world and one foot out the world. You can't be like that. What are your thoughts on his remarks? Uh, Funky, I'm going to go to you first, because mm-hmm. wouldn't that imply that being in the community is against God? Like, what is he saying? Is that what of course. Saying? And you, 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 you want to know what the saddest part is? The saddest part about this is, you want to unite black Christians? If you want to unite black Christians, talk about being gay, baby. Say anything negative about being gay. Say anything about being delivered. And here's what's funny, because we're going to look back at the playback of this, and I can tell y'all what the comments are going to say already. Funky Dineva, whatever. You, God can do anything. Jesus can do anything. You don't know his story. Jesus can deliver. Okay, girl. Let, let, let me explain something to y'all. Jesus can deliver people. Then why he only delivering a handful of people? Because I remember being a little boy. I prayed so hard. I tried to pray it out. I tried to baptize it out. I tried to Sunday schools it out. Why he didn't answer my prayer? Why he didn't answer the tons of prayers of so many other black boys? There, there's this, this process you go through when you're gay, right? Because the world tells you you shouldn't be gay, your family, the church. And I think for the most part, most black men go through this thing where they try to pray it out. Y'all so steeped in the church, y'all not going to believe what I'm saying anyway. So I'm going to just say, okay. He prayed it out. God can do anything. But we see what happened to the last person who proclaimed they were delivered. Uh, they became Andrew Caldwell. So good luck on your delivery. I hope it works. And I hope you don't deliver your ass to the bedroom of some other man six months later. And you be embarrassed down to the Internet because somebody out you. That's right. Al, what are your thoughts on this? <clears throat> I don't know where to go with this conversation, but I'm going to take a stab at I think I'm gonna try to take a stab at it. So just give me, give me, give me a second here. Okay. So one thing I understand, I understand his strong desire to be in accordance with what he understands as the principles of the Bible and his religion regarding same-sex relations right now. Totally get it. I also understand his important desire as a young man to want to be free of the burdens of being gay. That I totally get it. I don't know, though, if he understands fully how his sexuality works in his life right now. One thing that I can agree with Funky on is you can oppress it. I mean, you can suppress it. You can hide it. You can ignore it. You can pray it away. You can do all these things. But sexuality and attraction to same sex is something that's in you and you can't just up and decide one day that it has to go away. Now you can push it away for a while, 
but it's eventually going to rear its ugly head. And, and in this case, that leads to the conversation of why after 10 years is he feeling so much pressure to get it out of his life? Is it self-imposed? Because if it's self-imposed, that's his journey and we can't judge it. And we shouldn't judge it. If he wants it gone right now, then let it be gone right now. Or is it pressure from his Christian leadership that he needs to be a certain way in order to be accepted in the kingdom of heaven? And that's where the struggle happens, because if it's the latter, it's the it's the that type of leadership that I don't support in my Christian faith. Let me ask this. You're you know, the one that, that is the more known relationship with the church and experience with the church. Did you like Funky has admitted that he tried to pray his away? Did you ever try to pray away your feelings of, you know, gayness or being attracted to a man? Or did you just say, hey, it is what it is? I feel like did I try to pray it away? Mm, yeah, of course, because I wanted to be normal. There was a stage of it that I, I I wanted to be normal. I didn't want to have to deal with these feelings. I didn't want to have to deal with understanding what this meant. Um, however, and the shame, the shame. Yeah, and, a, and there's a whole shame component to it. Um, however, as I start to grow, as I start to learn, as I start to put more people in my life, right, to teach me exactly what I was going through. And it was Christian people that taught me what I was going through, as well as therapy that was teaching me what I was going through. What I realized was that this ain't going away, son. This is who God made you. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. And 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 he just wants to give you the confidence to walk in your truth and in your being. And he wants to prop you up when you think you can't be propped up. And he wants to give you the courage because you have I'm a vessel to serve for him. And he wants me to serve in the way that I am, not as a substitute or a representative. So for me, it was a blessing to finally step out and say, hey, this is who I am. And this is who this is what I represent without being ashamed. So I'll never understand the hypocrisy of any religion or that says God makes no mistakes. God, it's the Lord. If it's meant to, you know, the Lord will find a way. The Lord made you in his image and then resent the very people that are born this way and make them feel guilty about these feelings. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And I think that's the church. That's something the church has got to address. You're making, you see there's a lot more gay people than you would like to pretend there is. And you're really harming a lot of young gay people that are probably afraid to be honest. Funky, before we go to break. Claudia, I got a question. Cause you know, a lot of women, black women in particular say, you know, be gay all you want, but I don't want to date a man that's ever been with a man. I don't want to date a bisexual man. This is for you, Claudia, and all the soulmates. I want y'all to drop down in the comments and be honest. Would you date a man that's been delivered? Um, when I was younger, I probably would have said, hell no, but honestly, living in LA for 23 years, I think I already have, <laughs> uh, there's one person that I dated that was an actor that y'all never knew about that. I really feel like he was, and I actually was in my, I really liked him. I felt like if he told me, if he admitted to it, I think I wouldn't have ran away from him. I think it would have been like, all right, as long as you ain't doing it, it was me. But mm -hmm. I have, if you ask me different points in my life. The answer would be different. I'm not gonna lie. There's one point where we'd be like, absolutely hell no. Cause you could lie to be, I mean, but they lie anyways. So, eh, you know, hey, I'm 50. Um, 
the options are less now. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, a former officer of the of the month is facing serious charges and later find out why a grieving mother went off at her son's funeral. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIFRHL. A former officer of the month in Florida has been arrested after breaking into a woman's apartment and choking her to the point of seeing stars. Now, Officer Christopher Bivens has been charged with the burglary of an unoccupied dwelling, domestic battery by strangulation, grand theft, and criminal mischief. It's unclear if the victim was in an intimate relationship with Bivens. Uh, Al, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on this crazy story, this officer? You know what? This is a sad but true reality for a lot of black women. The exertion of power through physical abuse has been for many years the only way that men express themselves when it comes to rejection, um, when it comes to not getting their way, or when it comes to dealing with stress and trauma. Um, you know, men are also taught, and this has nothing to do with the profession. Unfortunately, he's a cop, but they're also ta are taught that dominance is an expression of control. And that's how you run your household. So for me, I, you know, I just hope we can get to a point, especially as we move, you know, to a more accepting culture of gender and, and male-female dynamics that men don't always have to result, and even some women don't have to always result to physical abuse when they don't get their way or when they deal with rejection. Funky? You know, I, I know we have to have some type of journalistic integrity here, and the article says it's unclear on if they were in a romantic situation, but for the sake of the world, I hope they were, because if you telling me he's just walking around knocking on people's doors, choking the hell out of people, then we really got a problem. You know, this is unfortunate. And when I hear stories like this, it always makes me wonder, what was this man's upbringing? Um, I'm, I'm of the firm belief that you saw this growing up in order for you to do it and think that it's okay. You have got to be one weirdo or strange person to get upset with someone forever for whatever reason and take your physical hands and put around somebody's neck and think that it's okay. And with him, he needs to go under the jail because the thing that he did is the very thing that he gets called to other people's apartments for. So he knows beyond a shadow of a doubt, despite whatever childhood things he may have witnessed that this behavior is inappropriate. I hope he loses his job and I hope he goes under the jail. Can you imagine someone that's supposed to be protecting and serving the community, but can't even do it in his own home? And then you're going around exerting your power and are you abusive on your job? I, I don't think you can just turn it on and off. I think you carry who you are at, at into your job. And I think you carry your job into your house. There's a really popular DJ down in Miami that strangled this woman that I, I know the, the backstory of. And I always looked at him like, that's such an intimate way. Like stabbing and strangling someone is not like shooting someone to me. That's up close and personal. You get to see the person's eyes bulging. You get to see them fighting and resisting. You get to see the terror in their eyes and you're okay with that. And I don't think this is his first time doing this. I don't think that's just something that just out the blue, oh, I just lost my mind. I just put my hands on your neck. That's probably the first time you got caught. 
But I hope he gets the the, the, the maximum punishment for this, especially being the type of person that's going to give other people tickets and charges for other things. So screw him. All right. Two Texas men have been alleged, arrested for allegedly taking off with almost 50 packs of expensive cuts of meat from various grocery stores. Anthony Trevino and Robert Stevenson were apprehended on the highway and caught with 46 packs of meat, which totaled $1,129. What are your thoughts on these meaty thieves? They stealing the meats? Funky, what you think? They doing the lowest work, and I'm here to clarify <laughs> something, Claudia. Not only was they stealing meat, they were stealing oxtails. Right. And they, they look like they don't know nothing about no oxtails. They was doing the lowest work for <laughs> black people. Okay, y'all said y'all wanted reparations. Y'all said y'all wanted 40 acres and a mule. And the Lord said, I might not be able to cut your check. And I might not be able to give you no But here on some of these oxtails. Let me see what you can do with that, okay? Listen, this is the same thing, like I said two nights ago on the show, about all the dope that's washing up on the beaches of Florida and why the dope is expensive in the streets or it ain't hit no nothing. This is why oxtails high, because this is a shortage. These people was out there doing the lowest work. Instead of pulling the people over, the police should have just took them a couple packs and, and, and let things be. Okay, I ordered an oxtail plate two days ago from my friend. She charged $25 for oxtails. But I only got three little pieces of oxtail in my $25 plate. And you know why? Because oxtails is high. Somebody get Ben Crump on the phone or Tamika Mallory because they was racially profiled. See, if it was any type of other meat, they wouldn't if it was chicken breast or something that looked some Tyson's chicken breast, something oh, that God. white people eat, they oh, probably wouldn't, wouldn't have even took them down. But because it's oxtails, oh. the thing that black people eat, now all of a sudden they want to blast their picture all on the news and all this type of stuff like this. And it's unfair and it's inequality in the way they treat crimes surrounding different type of meats. I'm not here for it. If Fox Soul ain't gonna do nothing, we gonna find the racism in a story that ain't got nothing to do with race. We gonna find some racism, don't we? Hey, real quick, here's my thing. You obviously sold all that meat, not for you and your family, probably to sell it, maybe like to, are they meat boosters? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're meat. Actually, put, put your picture back up, production. You have meat in Miami. Uh, let me, the picture of the truck with the meat in the back. Not room to, like, it wasn't chilled, right? It's just in the car. Can you imagine what kind of nastiness is going to be in that. How long is it away from being refrigerated? Al, what do you think about these meat boosters? <laughs> you know, this happened in California, right here in Orange County, out in Orange County. Um, you know, Claudia, you know where Orange County is. Mm -hmm. uh, my thing is, these are called meat thieves. And then the, there's been a rise in crime from 2001 to, I mean, from 2021 to 2023 in meat crimes. It's almost doubled. Uh, and and it, for like Q said, listen, you know, meat ain't cheap. Meat ain't cheap. The only thing I was wondering, you could tell these guys aren't really good at being meat thieves because they didn't have their coolers. You're supposed to keep the meat in ice. You're supposed to keep it cool so that it doesn't spoil so that you can have a longer shelf life to sell your meat. But I'm going to tell you this. I wish, why aren't I never around when these opportunities pop up? Because I, I like you, I had, um, I had oxtails at Melba's in New York City, and it was $45 for an oxtail 
sales in one side. And I'm like, what? This is really crazy. I would have loved to run into these meat boosters. Got me some meat. You know, Foxo pays good over here. But baby, the bills are unforgiving. So I want to save a dollar two whenever I can. Now, I'm not going to steal it, but I will support them and buy from them. $45 is so ridiculous when you know how much that really costs. Right. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, a grieving mother is not holding back. And later, Marvel Studios may be replacing Jonathan Majors. Here he goes with another colonial outfit. We'll be right back. <laughs> Look at that. Wow. Welcome back to TGIF. Soulmates in the chat, hit that like button. We see you. All right. A grieving mother calls out her deceased son's stepfather and his family during the funeral services. Take a look. Because actually, the DNA would tell him he wasn't the daddy anyway. Frederick Bellamy was the daddy. So now when we do the DNA test, because he think he's going to get something off of my son, Starcar Washington, you ain't getting that. Now, we don't have any further details on what led to the outrage, but it seems like she didn't have any support while raising her son. What are your thoughts, Al? I'm not sure. I, um, you know, I say this all the time. I don't, I don't like seeing family drama be aired out like this, and definitely not at a funeral. I, I, for some reason to me, I find it low class. I find it inappropriate. I find it tacky. I just don't like this type of stuff. There could have been a better way for her to express her disgust in her um in her husband it's her husband this dude's step i thought this was this dude's stepfather so i we already knew that the dna didn't match but i will say this that this young man was pouring the community poured out and said that he was undeniably a very good kid he got shot at a bar for hanging out but he was a very good kid he was like a a, a, a burst of light for a lot of people and that a lot of people really are sad around this young man's death so condolences to this young man and his family you what do you think about the funeral drama you know my gut reflex response <clears throat> excuse me was that this is some ghetto tacky low-class projetic mess right and then I was able to look past that and say, you know what, that's a woman in a lot of pain. I think any reasonable person understands decorum and how we're supposed to conduct ourselves at a funeral. And for her to go to those lengths, she had to be hurt. But the only thing about it is if what she's saying is true, that the people that she's upset with, that that's not the father anyway, then sis, you made yourself look real dumb because how... Can you be upset with people who are not there for your son when, according to you, they ain't his real family anyway? anyway. Or were you just saying that to hurt them and make them mad in the moment? Either way, none of that behavior is going to bring her son back. It's unfortunate. While I don't agree with it, I can understand how somebody could be moved to act like that in a funeral setting. Uh, I do. I do, too. I mean, like uh, me, too. When they first saw you like, oh, that's that's ratchet. But then again, a lot of times people feel like they don't have a voice. Right. And like. I'm a big proponent of saying everything in front of the, all the people at the same time. Right. So probably she felt like she couldn't get stuff off her chest. Now, I don't know all the details of this one, but have y'all been to a funeral before where there's some unresolved things that you wish could have got fixed or handled or addressed? And that was the last time you were able to. 
I, I my cousin Thailand died very young, and she was married, and we found out her husband he actually was abusing her, and she died of an aneurysm. So we believe that he killed her. He never showed up to the funeral. If he was at the funeral, I would have definitely had an outburst like this. And from the outside, I would have been perceived to be ghetto. But for me, I was trying to get justice in my own way and some kind of closure. You know what I mean? So I kind of get, I don't know about this one, but I get the the sentiment of, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it right now in front of everybody. You know what I mean? All right. Speaking of grieving mother, Blueface's mother, Carlissa Safford, told, plans to take legal action if she can't be at her grandchildren's lives. She stated, if they deny me, then we'll take the next steps. Whoever needs to see what this process is like, you will be able to figure out how to do it yourself because I'm going to share all of the process and the paperwork. Funky, what say you? You know what? This give me another Bambi and Mama D situation because I wouldn't want my damn kids from that lady house either. Okay? So first of all, do we even know if this is Blueface's child at this point? Because from interview to interview, he's always talking about, it fits my child, it fits my child, we'll take the DNA test. So, Carlissa, you might be up here making a stink over nothing. Now, long, you know, long story short, I do believe that that is Blueface's child with Krishan. Um, y'all newfangled mamas, it's something wrong with y'all because I'm just not used to nobody's mama, now grandmother, acting the way Carlissa does. And I'm going to go ahead and need somebody to cast her in a Tubi movie or for her to come out with a record so she could be a bona fide star because she wants to be a celebrity by any means necessary. And riding off of your kids' backs and riding off of their drama is just sick to me. And riding off of your kids' about her son's penis sexually there's a lot of weird stuff going on Carlissa like you are doing some weirdo stuff and your own behavior would make me not want to have my grandkid my child around you like the statements didn't she make weird statements about Blueface's penis and comparing it to her like she's yo she's mad the whole family is weird like and she is so desperately trying to have some kind of I don't know, relevancy, platform, fame off of the sun, and the sun don't got it right either. Like, it's a whole dysfunctional mess. At this point, Zeus, just give them all a show so she can just gut and shut the hell up, get your money, I guess, because how does she make money? Does anybody know? Mm-hmm. Al, do you know? I have no idea what she does for a living, but, you know, she does have a right as a grandparent uh, to, you know, seek court-ordered visitation rights unfortunately and she also can file a petition to have regular visitation with that child if if that is in fact like you or you were saying if that's her child now this is an interesting part the court said it's okay for you to file a petition it's okay to seek a court order visitation for your grandchild but only if you have a consistent presence in that child's life and two, it has to be beneficial to the child. The presence in the child's life has to be beneficial. And with her yapping off on the internet and doing all these crazy stuff that Claudia interprets as, you know, <laughs> over the top, this could be court ordered that, you know, she's a little too uh, toxic. 
and and that child would be in a toxic environment that wouldn't be great. So for Christian, if she doesn't want this visitation or this court order or this petition to go through, I think she should lean into the toxicity of her mother and show the examples of that toxicity by her posting what she says about Krishan as well as the father on social media. I was about to say who's Christian, but you you fixed it. You said Al, Al know he will butcher. You know, I will butcher name. Name. <laughs> I'll butcher name. I'll butcher a word. I'll butcher it all between these teeth and these lips. I try my best, and that's all we go. <laughs> so basically, the advice of Carlissa is okay. You can have fight. You have a right, I guess. But mm -hmm. if you really are taking that seriously, you might want to kind of turn down, right. down the answer because. You're not going to help your own case. So you're going to be mad at us saying this. You're probably going to talk trash on Twitter like you do. But at the if you really think about it, we're giving you good advice. Cut the antics if you really care about the kid. And if you don't care about the kid, you want fame, keep doing what you've been doing. Yep. I keep it locked because coming up next, Marvel Studios may remove Jonathan Majors from their franchise. And later we're playing a fun game of hit or miss. Stick around. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Marvel Studios is considering mm. either replacing or removing Jonathan Majors from the upcoming Avengers film due to the misdemeanor domestic violence charges that he's facing. Now, as his trial is approaching, Marvel is becoming concerned that he could be found guilty and could potentially face a jail sentence of up to one year. Look at him. What are your thoughts on this story, um, Q? You know, this is unfortunate because as of now, when it comes to this Jonathan Majors thing, we haven't gotten anything conclusive. I think any reasonable person can look at all of these accounts of what's going on and come to the conclusion that, Jonathan, you do got a little something crazy going on in the area of domestic dispute slash domestic violence. Um with that being said, I don't think that Marvel was doing anything to him that they wouldn't do to anyone else that was caught up in this type of thing. The only thing that I hate is that Jonathan Majors, in my opinion, had a meteoric rise and he was on the way to reaching his, you know, movie star peak, getting those movie contracts like The Rock and like Vin Diesel, and just to be right there on it. I mean, contract signed, knowing that you got Marvel films coming, and then for the rug to be snatched up from up under you like that, um, it's heartbreaking to me. Now, if he didn't do it, then it's really messed up, and I hope that he gets retribution someday, somehow. If he did do it, brother, you brought this is sad because he really is a good actor. And I was looking forward to us having a brown skin, dark skin, Vin Diesel-esque, rock-esque actor on our team. Rock is tall now. Vin Diesel is <laughs> Well, I just mean, you know, they're culturally know, ambiguous when you look at him. He's a brother. Yeah, I, Black I'm, superhero. Like a, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Jai White, we have him. But yeah, well, what do you say, Al? I think you're going to be, I think he's going to be okay, Q. And, and let me share with you why. One thing, we know that they'll replace us. They replaced Terrence Howard. Remember when they replaced Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle? 
But the good thing for Jonathan is it, it needs to happen right now if they make the decision to move him out because he does have drama around him. And I think this is also a mechanism which Marvel is kind of protecting him. The, the reason why I say it's a good thing is because Marvel is going to this multiverse type of concept around all of their content, which gives them more freedom to make dramatic changes like killing somebody off, replacing them, but later bringing them back. For instance, Robert Downey and Scarlett Johansson, remember they were killed off or they were moved off of the platform, but because Marvel is going through such changes, they are really considering reliving or reviving those characters and bringing them back so that they can get out of this struggle of content um, pullback that people are not watching. So I think as far as protecting his brand, it's a good idea. Let Marvel put you to rest for a little while and then bring you back if you're not found guilty. It just makes sense instead of them sticking with you and you getting all of the hate and the protests from these people in the domestic violence space. Again, we don't know, right? We still don't know the deal. And that's what makes this case so frustrating because it's sad to know that really perception, well, in this business, in life, perception is everything. And even if you didn't do it, I mean, we've all probably been accused of stuff that we did not do. But if enough people buy into it, then it's damaging. Yeah. And it's very, very hard to rehab that once you, I believe that there is something there. Um, I don't know if it's to the extent at that, that this woman claimed. I don't know, but I don't want to you know, deny her story. But I will say this to Jonathan Majors. If there was anything, any issues with anyone, even something that can be perceived as big, I think with your rise that coming out, if, if you had a, a good publicist, maybe would have had some kind of heartfelt interview, like a peel back, like, you know, get ahead of it. You know, hey, I've had some, let me be honest with y'all. I've had some issues in my past and I'm in therapy to address that. So it never happens again. I think people would be a little bit more forgiving. You know, that's if you are guilty. If you are guilty. I want to keep reiterating that. I think the not saying anything or denying it makes people want to like have an aha moment, a gotcha moment and, and get you and pile on. And, and if you are guilty, I mean, you, you didn't care to do this. I really can't feel that bad for you either. If you were out here beating girls up and choking people out and doing what they say you did. But if you are innocent, I really, I, I do think that the damage is done and studios want, don't want to correct once it happens. They're not going to say, Oh, our bad. Cause they don't want to set themselves up for a lawsuit. You know, so I, I don't know. I, I, it's an awful case, and I just wish it didn't happen. So keep your hands to yourselves, everybody, men and women. And can oh. we add, Claudia, that he uh -huh. needs to fire his current publicist? Because whoever told you that breaking up that fake fight was, like, going to make the world love you again. Look, Jonathan Majors breaks up two Beckys fighting under a bridge somewhere in New York. <laughs> He's a good person. All while the camera's watching right. at a perfect angle, it, it was just so cheesy. And we were able to see through it. And it also, it reeks of arrogance. Like, it just, it wasn't a good look. And might I add the image. His image to me, like, the weird expressions he's always giving, it gives me, like, he's weird. I, I don't I don't know anything about I've, I haven't heard any sit down interviews with him. I'm just like, look, at he looks like a whoop. Yeah, like right there. He looked like what would you say? Look, don't make me that. That's what that's what's <laughs> given. OK. All right. A woman on TikTok revealed that she sued her hairstylist after she overslept, canceled her appointment and refused to give her money back. 
Apparently, the stylist did not show up to court, but the judge still ruled in her favor. How? What are your thoughts on this mess, Al? Oh, I think that I think she's crazy, especially the fact that she's working out of her home and she doesn't have her cosmetology license, allegedly. Um, and now not only do you have a court with your record of you, <laughs> they are sending it to the, the to the uh, New Jersey Board of Cosmetology. So now you're really going to be screwed. So hopefully she doesn't get a bigger ticket for this ridiculous, you know, uh, way that she handled business with this young girl. But they still ruled into the hairstylist's favor. No, they ruled in the favor of the girl. They ruled that she gets a hundred dollar deposit back plus forty two dollars for suffering. Forty two dollars for suffering. <laughs> That's forty percent. That's normal. Forty percent. You up a maximum of forty percent of what she lost. How much was the parking that day at the courthouse when you got your foot? You played out the queue. Like what was that's, that? That's literally where I was going. The girl <laughs> who filed, she is a special kind of petty because she paid at least twenty to park. She paid at least thirty to file the paperwork. So that's fifty right there. And then she spent another twenty circling the courthouse trying to find a parking space. Remember she said no, no, no. Remember she said principle though. She took the time wise, she spent a lot, but she took the train. Remember, she said she only spent like three dollars on the train. OK, well, either way, time wage, that, that's a special type of petty because you stood in line for 40 minutes just for Miss <laughs> to have an attitude at the window, just for her to give you the papers back and say you forgot the sign right here. This just wouldn't have been worth it for a hundred dollars. I would have just rather you went right there, bammed on the garage door and beat her up. And I want to point out one <laughs> thing before we go to commercial. Al, you love bringing up how folks ain't got no license when they in their apartments doing it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's what you, the lady said. That's what the, the but that, that is besides the point, okay? Black women have been doing hair without a license outside their apartments since the beginning of time. I want you to stop saying this on this show because that is how a lot of our sisters make their money. Claudia, you don't been in somebody's apartment before when you <laughs> got your hair done, right? That's just what we do. Uh yeah, Al yeah, I'm I'm a funk in this, so let's 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 stop snitching on uh, that. Now other segments of the population you can snitch, but the, the hair, let them live. Uh, I, I do get this lady. Okay, yeah, we laughing about the money. I do get the principle though. That is some ghetto ass nonsense right there. To like you overslept, you didn't show up, and then you ain't gonna give me my money back. You should be apologetic, right. like, arrogant. All right, so uh, coming up, we are playing a fashionable game of hit or miss. We'll see you in a minute. Welcome back to the show. All right, soulmates, don't forget next Monday, November 13th, TGIF will be filming in Texas, in uh, in the studio in Houston, Texas. And to add to the excitement, we're hosting our first meet and greet live in Houston on Monday, November 13th at Prospect Park Restaurant at 7 p.m. So pull up, grab a drink, and a photo with your favorite host. All right, let's get back to some topics. In honor of the Glamour Women of the Year Awards, we're going to play a fashionable game of hit or miss. First up, we have Mary J. Blige. Was she a hit or was she a miss? Uh, ooh, I, uh, I'm going to give Mary an honorary hit, but I'm not loving it. I like the colors, but it's something about the top ties in the stomach area. I'm just not liking it in this dress, but I'm going to give her a hit because she MJB. 
Al? Yeah, I'm going to give her a hit. I'm going to give her a hit. She's in her 50s. She's still holding it together. I like the color of the season, and her skin is popping. I, I agree the fit could be better. Um, I think it could be pulled a little bit, but that is a badass dress. I like it. I love that color. Colors everything. All right, next up, we have Brooke Shields. Haven't seen her in a while. Hit or miss? Oh, that's rich, oh, I'm going to say that that's definitely hit. Isn't Brooke like hitting 60-something? Brooke is still holding it down. She keeps her weight down. She's still a Model S. She always gets the colors right, the, the fabrics right, and I love the way she's playing with us with the hair half up, half down. Cute. I love how useful this outfit looks. I don't know what kind of material that is. I like the color. I like the contrast. This is definitely a hit. Uh, I think it's a pretty dress. Um, is it a dress or is it pants and a shirt? I can't tell if it's pants or dress. It's whatever it is. It's cute. It ain't on Sheen. I know that because I would. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a hit. All right, we have Quinta Brunson hit. Is it Quinta Brunson hit or miss? Uh, it's a hit. You can never go wrong with a little black dress. Uh, Quinta, I love. I love her personal brand. You know, she never gives you trashy, sexy. Um, I'm loving it. All right. Yeah, I'm um, definitely a hit. I love the conservative hair pulled back. I love her showing the shoulders, nice cleavage, not too much. A beautiful silhouette with the black dress with the crosses in it. I think it's definitely a hit. She's not taking a big fashion risk, which is okay. You don't always have to make a statement. I think just showing up classy and clean and pretty is enough. And I think she looks good. I think it's a hit. All right. Uh, okay. What about Bethany Frankel, hit or miss? It's a basic hit. She didn't take a risk. Real basic, but it works. I don't like this color on her skin tone. It all looks like it's all blending in together. I do like the fabric, but for me, this is not a hit. I see. I feel you with the color. There's no contrast. It's almost like monochrome, like the same color all the way down. It's giving me raw bacon. It's not a bad dress. It's bad, but it's giving me bacon. See, I'm brown, so I can carry pink. Raw bacon. Raw bacon. Pink people can't really carry pink, but brown people can. All right. Next up, we have Kenya Moore. Hit or miss? What in the hell this hell forgot on? <laughs> miss trying way, trying way too hard, looking like a feather duster up at the top of the curtains <laughs> down at the bottom. Miss, miss, miss me with this. Oh, um, we know that this is this is Claudia's friend. Um, the color, the color's beautiful. Um, I don't know what's going on above the waist though. So with the, the feathers or not, I love that her face though and her hair is looking good and the skin is popping. So I'm a, but I'm gonna do a miss. Listen, Kenya, you are my girl, and I listen. You would be honest with me, so I'm gonna be honest with you. The dress part is banging, the sleep part that is a miss. So you you hit this part, but this part is a miss, and I know you know style. So maybe she's like doing a friend a favor that. You know, hey, where am I dressed on the carpet? Because she usually gets it right. All right, what about Chelsea Handler? Hit or miss? Miss. Yeah, we got to move quick, guys. Uh, I say miss. Uh, once again, it's given Amish, Amish <laughs> keys. All right, we have Taraji P. Henson. Hit or miss? Hit. Oh, no, that's a miss. I, I think that's a miss. She got on too much fabric. Uh, she looks like a funeral. I'm glad she has a lot of fabric. I think it looks good and it's age appropriate. All right, uh, that was fun. We have covered so many crazy stories this week, so we like to end our show by handing out an award to a person who exemplifies pure delusion. This is our tea bag of the week.
All right, our teabag of the week goes to Desmond Mills Jr., the former officer who pled guilty to federal charges in the death of Tyree Nichols. What do you have to say about our honorary teabag of the week? I hope that fat bitch starve in jail. Not me. I'm liking the fact that I don't like the teabag. I think he's taking responsibility. Maybe he can give that family, that boy's family, some peace by doing that and also leading the other officer to do the right thing because what they did was awful to this family. I don't. Pled guilty. You can go place. That's a brother. You're supposed to be protecting him. I want to thank my co-host Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Street Flavor. We'll see you next week in Houston. Bye, soulmates. Bye, soulmates. Bye.